welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. When you say all right, it makes me feel all right. Hey! I uh, I had a flood in my basement on Friday. Oh, oh man! And uh, clean. I, I took a half day at work, cleaned it up uh, as best I could with shop back. Saturday came home, uh, uh, did a little bit of cleaning there uh, with that, and Monday did a little bit more cleaning. Today, uh, running around returning the industrial strength cleaner that I got from Home Depot. Uh, uh, Returning that rental, and so I just haven't changed. It's just been a fun <laughs> few days. It sounds like it. At least yeah, you didn't good. die in the tornado, Nick. It's true, but I was driving home in a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Were you? Oh, literally. <laughs> like, in the path of the tornado. Oh, I almost texted you just to see if you were still alive, but I figured since I didn't hear from your wife that you must have been. Yeah, there was no, like, celebration balloons or anything. <laughs> I'm free of this hassle. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't see the Stephanie Rodriguez post on uh, on Facebook that, uh, woohoo, cashing in that life insurance policy today, folks. Stephanie Rodriguez changed her relationship status. To single and ready to <laughs> Immediate, mingle. Immediately. <laughs> uh, are, we, are we live? Um, do you guys want to be live? No. Yeah, sure. Why not? Hey, you're the you're the man with your finger on the button. We're so. live. I yeah, my, you're the man with the button. I hit the button. We're earlier. just the voices. We're the talking heads. You're just the talent. That's right. That's right. I'm just here. I play a role. I play a role. <laughs> well, uh, welcome everybody to the Pillow Talk podcast featuring uh, Nick, Jeremy, and some other guy. Yeah, Billy. So what's up? What you guys been up to? It's like I haven't seen you in a month. Well, that's because you cool. haven't seen us in a month. Yeah. <sighs> yep, that's probably why. <laughs> mm-hmm. This I... is uh, episode 104, in case anyone was keeping track. 104. I have news? News. news. Like I want to hear news. news. I started another podcast. <laughs> Are you cheating on us? I'm oh, not man. cheating on you. I feel not like you're cheating on us. The I'm only not. way he gets off the hook here is if this is a work-related podcast. Then, My, it's, accept- then it's acceptable. Uh, uh, I think this, the the My MO as a person is when people leave my life, I need a way to get in contact with them, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And so I, I created another podcast because somebody may have left my job that listens to this podcast. Oh. And so we started a new podcast that we haven't aired yet. It's called Crossing the Streams. <laughs> crossing the Streams. What is uh, what is the Crossing the Streams podcast about? It's about uh, 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 basically anything on, well, right now, anything on the streaming service. So um, the first episode that we did, which I have to edit and put out still, 
is uh, about Arrested Development. The yeah, it's season. kind of a bitch, isn't it? It is a bitch. <laughs> For a long time, I was like, I was like, it can't be that hard to edit a podcast. It's hard. <laughs> Jeremy, I like the the just the the shaking of your head. Like, yeah. See, the- this is why I like my role here because my only responsibility is to incessantly pepper you with text messages saying, "When's the episode going to be up? When's the episode going to be up? When's the episode going to be up?" Yeah, that's what I used to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kurt. Shit happened again. <laughs> but uh, uh, will no way interfere in this podcast. But well, I should uh, hope. I should hope not with our rigorous recording schedule. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossing the streams. So, have you guys finished then the back half of Rest Development season five? Not yet. We did the first. We did the first season before this new season came out. So we just did okay. like a. This is where you need a bill. Um, okay, so we, <laughs> so you did the first half of season five, or did you do season four? No, I did season one. You did Rest Development season one. Yes, and which was not actually on a streaming service. Well, yeah, it is. It's well, it is there. now, but it aired on sure. Fox like in 2000. Well, sure, but anything on a streaming service is a game. Oh, all right. And we call it Crossing the Streams because it's not just Netflix or Hulu or HBO Go or Tubi or right. Pluto. I, I'll, I'll let it go. Yep, yep, yep. I just asked because so. I'm about halfway through the latest batch of episodes and just wonder oh, if you've oh. seen them. I haven't. Uh need to. Mm-hmm. I need to, it's, it's on a list. Yeah, they dropped eight more on Friday. Oh, it's an ever-growing list. You guys know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's always something to watch. Yeah, see, that's where, the, uh, that's where the curmudgeon in me has a problem with the streaming services because it's hard enough to keep track of stuff when I watch it regularly or you used to watch things regularly. Now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I have this huge list of things to watch. Oh, a new season just came up, so I can add 14 episodes in one shot to the list. Already gigantically, I need to watch. Yep. Annoying. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I I completely can relate to that. You know, it's mm-hmm. um. Somebody asked me the other day if I was watching something, and I was like, you know, I'd really like to watch it, but I don't have time because I, I have no time to watch TV. Mm-hmm. I um I had uh, today. Uh, today was a great day for. Like movies and TV stuff, because uh, uh, Stranger Things three came out today. That preview uh, came. Uh, that was looked pre- up. You... And, and it reminded me that I haven't watched Stranger Things two. Really? <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched season two. You're, you're sorry, that I've I, and I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't caught uh, season two either. But I did see uh, Bill when you posted that on the Facebook page. I took it. I, Took a minute to watch that trailer for that season three. I need to get caught up on that. Season two was good. Um, I mean, season one was obviously great. Season two, also great. Uh, I'm really excited for season three. I actually watched that preview in the parking lot of a credit union in Grand Rapids, Michigan this morning. Oh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, huh? Mm-hmm. There's a nice drive there and a rainy drive back. Oh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, it was an early morning. <sighs> Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> I, I, I busted out on the way. Uh, you could have carpooled ep- with my wife. Uh, I also could have carpooled with the CEO of Dort Federal Credit Union, who I apparently passed three times on the road. Um, that offer. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> uh, we didn't know we were both going to this thing. 
I got through uh, three episodes of This American Life on the way there and back. Nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so it was a worthwhile trip. <laughs> and the training was good, too. For, forget about whatever benefit you got from the work event or the training. How many podcast episodes did you it's get exactly, through? On the that's exactly right. Three episodes of This American Life. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Mm. Well, Nick, so, I, I wish you all the luck that... Uh, I'm having a hard time. I mean... Uh, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was, was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time uh, balancing my road trip listening between podcasts and audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm get, I, a little bit and I, uh, The last of the one that I'm currently listening to, Bill, I got Red Storm Rising on audiobook, which is a sweet little 31 hours to get through. So it's a little bit more of a more of a commitment than uh, than listening to like an hour and a half long podcast episode, but it's still pretty good. Who reads Red Storm Rising? Me. No, 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 no. I've read it. It's a great oh, book. You mean, I who, mean the audio Oh, you mean book. the narrator. Yeah. I, it's just some professional well, narrator. The narrator is actually pretty good. I, I want to say the guy's name is, uh, well, here, hold on a minute because I have it on my phone. Um, it had to have been recorded like 30 years ago. Michael Pritchard? No, related to Bruce Pritchard from WWE. Obviously. I don't know. Clearly, brother. He's pretty love. good, though. And, and I looked up some of the other ones. He doesn't narrate all of the older Clancy books, but he does a few of them. Like, he's, I think he does uh, Without Remorse, too, so I may pick that up. But oh, I also wow. got uh, – I've been picking up a, a recommendation of a coworker picking up a couple of fiction audiobooks, which I usually just read or just listen to um, the history stuff. But I also got The Stand. And the stand is forty-seven hours yeah. to get through. Wow! That's because it's it. The book is well. If this is my forearm, then the book is like this long. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yep. Yeah. So it's pretty good yeah. though. That's awesome. Yeah, that is great. I. Uh, it's funny. I'm Plug reading the reading the latest Tom Clancy book. I borrowed it from the library on my Kindle, and uh, at one point. Uh, Mary Pat Foley and uh, Jack Ryan reference Cardinal and the Kremlin in the book. There you go. Which, like, that's a deep pull. So I don't know. I, I know we talked about this a little bit before, but I was actually looking, scrolling through to add a couple of the books onto my Amazon uh, or my Audible wish list, so I knew what to spend my credits on. And I'm just like the whole thing about his books, audio books or otherwise, being turned into a brand. It's like. There are now more books written by other people under his name than there are by him. No, that was on my end. As so you're some like, somebody's small, puking somewhere. No, so that's just some small, screaming, angry person that's <laughs> the house. It happened. So. <laughs> yes, my small, angry people are all asleep, so, including the yeah. dogs, so I'm good. Yeah, I'll tell you, though, the, um, the late, the... There are some books done that are just Jack Ryan Jr. books. Eh, those are okay. But the um, there are some that are, uh, I mean, the latest guy, they're shorter than Clancy ever wrote, but they're just as good. Hmm. Well, maybe not just as good, but they're pretty darn good. Since he died, and he can't write any more books. You don't know that. That nope. does make it a little bit difficult. Hey, it didn't stop Tupac from releasing music, so. See, he's right. And he just—he was back as a hologram a few years ago. You imagine Tom Clancy just sitting Same. in front of a typewriter at some 
like weird writers convention. Stevie hat on. Yeah, typing up some new book, mm-hmm. The Hunt for Red October Two. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I was trying to think of a good tagline. You beat me to it. Yeah, I was gonna like uh, uh, like Lenin's Revenge or something. I don't know. Okay, so I I do have a question though. Speaking of, if we're going Hunt for Red October, speaking of submarine movies, have either yes. of you guys seen the uh, that new movie out with Hunter Gerard Killer? Butler and Gary Oldman? Yeah, is it any good? I don't know. I have I bought it. It's um it's on my phone. I just need to watch it. Okay. The preview looked amazing. It's, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it's terribly deep or like I don't need it to you be know, it, just deep. a big you know, big shoot 'em up action movie. But I'm I I really want to see it, and I just am trying to figure out whether it's worth the two hours of my time. I will uh, uh, I will let you know. It's uh, I've I've been actually one of the things I wanted to talk about. I've been cranking through some stuff since we talked last in terms of movies, um, and uh, that has not hit my list yet. But man, I bought it. Uh, it looked awesome because it's been a while since we had a good submarine movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Mikhail's Navy, I think, was the last submarine movie I <laughs> no, watched. No, I believe Down Periscope was the last good submarine movie. <laughs> oh, Down movie. Periscope, no, yeah. yeah. You're right, you're right. <laughs> Down Periscope's Mikhail's Navy. <laughs> now, that's, that's actually a good question because I, I think the last serious submarine movie since <laughs> The Hunt for Red October was Crimson Tide. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I think that that, yeah. Essentially, <laughs> you have Hunt for Red October, Crimson Tide. Space bar, space bar, space bar, down Periscope. I would put down Periscope way up there. <laughs> down Periscope, I've, I have watched that movie. That, was that, who, who is, was that David Allen Greer? Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. It has um, Rob Schneider in it. It has, <laughs> uh, it has the Rocket Man guy. I can't Let's think of what watch. his name is. Uh, Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams. He's in it. He's the sonar guy. <laughs> it has uh, okay. We Nick, should watch Down First, Nick likes that movie so much he refers to it as Up Periscope. <laughs> yes, yes. It was. It was. Should have been named differently. <laughs> now we just need somebody to make the uh, obligatory sexual remark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yes. always that. Yes, penis. Uh. Hiyo. <laughs> <laughs> Although my 11-year-old did tell me today that was his favorite word. Penis? Yep. He says he loves it because every time he says it, people laugh. Yeah, it's got got the hard... Well, at least least he's 11. That is also the word of choice of my 20-month-old who's apparently (laughs) deciding to be anatomically correct and just walks around, pulls his diaper off, and he's, yep, penis. Okay, good for you, bud. Nice job. um, Yeah, poor George had health class last week for... Four days. Nice. He learned a lot more than he was bargaining for. I, uh, one of my it. favorite Saturday Night Live skits is actually Eli Manning <laughs> on the stand of uh, they're doing a, a tr- some sort of trial for a murder. And his character um, is on trial, but they're proving that he wasn't the one who did it by his text messages. And they're making him say it out loud, and he keeps leaning real close into the mic and going, penis and they keep making him say it over and over <laughs> funniest damn thing i've ever heard <laughs> he's reading like what's that you up you up <laughs> uh, yeah oh it's fantastic it is a good one <laughs> took a dark turn ah 
No, not nice. at all. We want to take a dark turn. Hey, you guys hear about the Patriots uh, owner being caught in that Parisian <laughs> sex shop? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my neighbor across the street, the, the family on our block that holds the annual Super Bowl party are also rabid, blood-spitting Patriots fans. So mm-hmm. I had all kinds of fun with that after I had to watch them go to – after I had to watch the Super Bowl be a home game for them for the third year in a row. <laughs> It's uh, I was listening actually today because of course it's all over the news, and uh, my very reputable TV show station that I, or my news station that I listen to on the drive into work, Bob and Tom, uh, was covering it. <laughs> and uh, he uh, apparently, um, uh, Kraft is uh, not going to plead guilty to the charges. He he got a he'd been offered a plea deal. Yeah. Just do community service. I think what a hundred hours or something of community service, but he's not going to take it. He's not going to take it. He's going to he's going to go to trial. They have video of this happening. Well, you saw, you guys saw the picture of the girl he was with, right? Yeah, yeah, the red haired Asian. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those at home, this it's is not... a picture. It's a picture of Tom Brady with blush lipstick and long blonde hair. It's not prostitution if you're paying them a year contract. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I saw was that he was there because he couldn't couldn't do it himself with his Super Bowl rings on his hands. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They tend to get in the way. Yeah, exactly. You got a farm it's, that worked uh, out got that much money. As soon as I saw that article come through, I'm, I can't remember what feed it was, it was ESPN or CBS Sports or something. I immediately texted the link to my friend who's uh, across the street. Who's uh, he's a Patriots fan because he's originally from Provi- outside Providence, Rhode Island. So it's explainable. I, I don't sure. right, and I don't I don't know whether I'm I'm probably wasn't the first person to make this joke, but I never heard it before I made it, and I'm so proud of myself. But the text that I sent to, to uh, go along with the link was, well, it, I guess it looks like Tom Brady's not the only Patriot who needs his balls deflated occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't the first person to make that joke, I don't care. That's a good joke. You thought about it on your own, and that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah that's all that matters is you came up with it in your own head. Oh, I felt like, like I was sitting there in, in the room alone after I got done typing it and holding my hand up waiting for a high five from nobody. Like, God, somebody... Somebody high five. Then you just high five yourself. Somebody. Great joke. Somebody. Come on. High five yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, Nick. Yep. Yep. High five myself. No friends. No friends. Yes. So what else we got going on? Um. Well, you know, you guys know what day today is, right? Hump day? It's, well, it's hump day. It's also March 20th. But March 20th, 2019... The X-Men and Fantastic Four have returned to Marvel. Oh, this is true. This is true. Today wow. is the day that Disney finished up its uh, its acquisition of 20th Century Fox. Time for the reshoots for Endgame. <laughs> In other news, I, they didn't announce it yet. I'm sure it's coming tomorrow. That the Alien Queen is going to be the newest Disney princess? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It does. It's, I think it's fine. Diversity, yeah. right? Right, it's exactly well, right. They, they used to have that that alien experience oh, at man, Disney. That thing that was scared the tar out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> I was going to ask if you ever went on it because I went on that oh. thing once and it was oh, nuts. It was awful. Yeah, no, I was scared. They Jeremy, did you go to Walt Disney it. World? Um, what was it like? Ninety five to oh three. 
Yeah. No, I uh, I am still a Walt Disney World virgin at the moment. So, but <laughs> There's not, uh... soon, well, rest rest assured, my wife is already planning next year's vacation to Disney. So. That's not going to be the case after next year. Wonderful. So, which I told her, I, I really don't care. I mean, she has all this stuff mapped out. She's been there before. She wants to take the kids. Yep. I'm I'm this weird specimen of an American who's never been to Disney. And what's furthermore, I've never had any desire to go whatsoever. I don't know why. I just have never been interested in it. But she wants to set this trip up. And I'm actually looking forward to going to Universal. So that's like, you guys can go. You want to do Magic Kingdom, Epcot, that's fine. Just let me do my stuff at Universal Studios and I'm all good. So... No, Disney's uh, awesome. It is awesome. Uh, this movie, this ride, it wasn't really a m- ride. It was one of the animatronic was, experiences. Yeah, I mean, because uh, I went in college, actually. Um, <laughs> and it was, well, it, it was essentially, it, you were in this room, and um, and they they were, like, beaming an alien into, into a, like, a stasis pod for you to look at. And... Um, it was it was a it was a ride in the round. So the stasis pod was in the middle, and, yep, and you kind of just sat in the auditorium style. Yep, you yeah, sat in the so auditorium cool. style, and then the alien escapes the stasis pod, and the room goes dark, like black, pitch black. <laughs> they can't and see then, in front of your face. And then everyone in the room immediately poops themselves. <laughs> well, yeah. because then what happens is like they have you in like a you were in an over the shoulder thing. So this thing is like walking around and you can hear it walking around. I mean, it obviously wasn't walking around, but they had the sounds and stuff. So it sounded like it was walking around and you could feel the pressure on your harness go down Mm -hmm. as it was standing over you and you could feel its breath on your neck. Oh, it was. No, thanks. I'm good. (laughs) It was was amazingly great. Uh, And it was only around for like eight years because it was. It was far. Too, I mean, there were signs outside. Don't take oh, your children. This is not a children's ride. I, I got out of that, and I was like, "That was crazy." It was so well, great. Walking in, you have to you have to sign the waiver that says anyone who has a heart condition or a pacemaker is not allowed to come in here. Yeah, I mean, I was, it, yeah, I, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I mean, I was a college age kid, and I'm like that because I mean, it's it's essentially it's playing on that whole like. Fear the dark, you know. Fear the uh-huh. animal. This thing has escaped. You know that it's not real, but but you're scared. <laughs> the hair on the back of your neck is overriding your brain. Your uh-huh. brain knows it's not real. The back of your neck is like, oh shit, that thing's behind me. <laughs> it was eventually shut down and changed, uh, revamped to be uh, the Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Um, adventure where they actually beam in Lilo or no, Stitch. They beam in they Stitch. Beam in, yeah. yeah, Lilo's the girl. Uh, they beam in Stitch and he breaks loose. Except they leave all the lights on. <laughs> Except, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I a, think, it's, no, it's a I shadow. I think they like, of, go off, but they come on and no, they go off. And, it's a yeah, shadow I, I of, of what it used to be. Yeah, it was. Whew. Man, I was going to say, the other, the other podcast I listened to on my way home was a Disney World podcast because I listen about three of those a week, too. So. <laughs> Man, oh man, I haven't thought I have about that years. Yes, you yeah. do have a problem. I do have a problem. Mm-hmm. Do you love me some Disney World? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. But yeah, today is the day. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, like, I'm just looking forward to the drinking around the world thing at Epcot. So, yep, or whatever I, it's called. Bet, no, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you can get in a car and do a test drive. <laughs> or you could, well, yeah, you could. Um, yeah. 
I, I was telling my wife earlier because she didn't understand why I was so excited that Disney got possession of these movie properties today. But I'm what? like, we how can she, finally... She, how long, you guys been together how long? She doesn't understand. Long enough. And I said, no, because we can finally have Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, Hank Pym, and Mr. Fantastic mm-hmm. figure out a science problem together. Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking forward to the negative zone stuff, and they kill Johnny Storm, and then oh, it's gonna be fantastic. Although the question now, Nick, we did yes. our movie preview. New Mutants, yes. Dark Phoenix were supposed to be coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Think they get shelved? Nope. I think they still come out. No, they'd be. They've got to be too far along in production to shelve it. Well, but it's Fox's money, not Disney's money. But I think that they. I think that they mm-hmm. release them. I think that they allow them to release them. But and New then Mutants they... was going to be like a horror movie. Sure, sure. You think that's what Disney wants people to think of with their X-Men property? I think that they will use... What comes first? The chicken. Yes, and then the egg. Does Does uh, New Mutants come out before Dark Phoenix? Um, I don't remember. I think so, though. Uh, but one of them I needed think... reshoots. Which one needed reshoots? Well, Probably Dark Phoenix. One of them needed reshoots, uh, and they haven't done them yet. Here's the thing. Here's what I think. Dark Phoenix being the massive event that it is, um, I think they use that as a as a merging point for the X Men to merge into the Marvel, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The actual. I'm real still hoping for for like all the multi world stuff to. Well, I think that that that's. Well, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, you know, with the Phoenix Force being what it is, being so massive and powerful. And I mean, it's like a major event. When the Phoenix Force was around, you know, it's a major, it's, it's a major event. Um, and so I think that something along those lines, you know, either to kill off that timeline or, you know, whatnot, I think that they, I, I think they still put it out. Well, and if they do, I wonder if you get a stinger of a couple MCU characters. Yep. Or we get what I like to think will happen, and we get Disney and Disney Dark. <laughs> no, I think that's still just call it just, 20th Century Fox. No, no, it's, no, 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 Disney Dark. No, they're going to call and it Disney Dark. And it's, and, it's, and it's the Disney stuff, but it's all in grayscale. <laughs> that's not going to happen, Nick. No, no, that's and that's what happens. And then you get crossovers like, like the Disney princesses on the ship fighting alien. Uh, <laughs> like, who, who plays Ripley? It's got to be Merida, right? Merida plays. No, Ripley. no, no. It's, that's it's the one from Brave, White. Jeremy. It's you clear. haven't seen that one. It's clearly yeah. Snow White. And then because you don't have little girls at home. And then what they do is that she uses the gnomes to get into the ventilation system. Uh, to flush out the alien so that she can have the one last battle. You lose a few in the end. You know, you, you lose a few, but it, it'll all be worth it. Just Snow White there in a mech just at the end, just bashing away at the... <laughs> so that's that's actually a nice segue because I was, uh, I, I was recently resoundingly scolded by Pillow Talk listener Grace uh, that we did not sufficiently cover Frozen 2 in the movie preview episode. She was very disappointed. Okay, Grace, let's talk about Frozen 2. Let's talk about um, it. My daughter, uh, 
Matilda, who is the voice of Pillow Talk, uh, she is convinced that Anna is going to have some sort of heat power. Oh. Because Elsa freezes things, uh, and Matilda is convinced that Anna is going to have some sort of a, of a heat power. Um, okay. I don't know why she thinks that, but but she does. Okay. Okay. So given given that the fact that these movies are typically musicals, yep. if one of them is heat based and one of them is ice yep. based, then don't you get a? Wouldn't bah, that bah, be a song, bah, bah, a song of bah, ice and fire? Bah, 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 bah. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Man. I thought you were going to do a heat miser thing. That's where I was going with nope. it. A little she's Mrs. White Christmas. She's Mrs. Cold. You went. Song of Ice and Fire, man. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you just you're operating on like a whole different level. Whole. I don't know. See, like I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to gear myself up for April 14th for the Game of Thrones final season premiere because I don't know what I'm going to do six weeks after that. I'm going to be in full on denial mode once that's <laughs> over. I already, so I, I, I watched with a couple of the people in my neighborhood, and I already told them it's like it, that we're going to be sitting there when the the curtain closes on the last episode of the series. And it's going to be, you know, quiet in the room for a couple of seconds. And then I'm going to be like, all right, I can't wait to see what they do on next week's episode. Be like, no, no, it's actually over. No, it's it's really going to be great. (laughs) We're going to watch them all again, right, guys? Ready? (laughs) From the top. (laughs) Just fall to the ground and start sobbing uncontrollably. When when they're all dead. Yep. Every last one of them going to be like Hamlet. There's only going to be one minor character still alive to tell everybody what happened. It'd be Tyrion, right? I mean... I hope so. If anybody if anybody lives, it's the imp. And I said that having watched only season one of the show, and that's it. God. Yeah, I can't wait for that to start. Have, uh, do you guys think they've ever done a all-pig version of the Hamlet play? Like, with Lancelot, Link, Sacred Chimp, but just, like, pigs? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, just like Hamlet, but just all that. pigs. <laughs> Nick, Lancelot Link's secret chip came up at my house a couple weekends ago. Was it, hey, we don't watch Lancelot Link's secret chip? And I'm like, because oh, you got it's, caught watching it? <laughs> it's like Lancelot Link's secret chip, and all four, face, all four other faces at the table were like, what? Hold on. <laughs> so I pulled up Amazon Prime, pulled up some Lancelot Link's secret chip, put out an episode, and I was like, watch. I don't and think they we were, were allowed, I, I thought we weren't allowed to watch like Secret Chip in the Heron household. All four of them were like, What is this? I think we were talking about because somebody was uh, it had something to do with oh, they were talking they were asking if the Lion King live action movie was an animated movie or not. And I said, Well, it has to be animated because it's not like they go and slather peanut butter in, in a lion's mouth. <laughs> Yeah, like on Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp. And that's how it came up. Nice. I love that show so much. <laughs> Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp. He's skiing and smoking. Oh, my gosh. Using Ridiculous. bones. Oh, it was a, it was a great show. <laughs> Come on, Mana. <laughs> Jeremy, did you ever watch the show? I did not, but I'm going to have to check that out. Please do. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's everything that you want out of it. When you, when you, when someone says to you, monkeys dressed like people doing people things, it is exactly what you imagine it would be like. Okay, hold on. Oh, wait, did, did, I hear, did I hear hats. you say, 
Did I hear you say that the monkeys were smoking cigarettes? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, they'd be yeah, they'd be smoking and talking. They'd have little hats that they'd take on and off and they'd three-piece suits. Oh, it's fantastic. 1971. Skiing down a hill. Nice. <laughs> in one episode. It's uh Oh man, it's great. Like they should just they should reboot it <laughs> and make it like no, a James. No, it would lose some of its charm. Hold on, we're loading. Because of Peter. <laughs> yeah, Peter would have a problem with this. It's true. It's true. Here's, yeah, I know it's streaming with my dad playing. I don't know where the sound is. It's normally, uh... Wait wait a second. Okay, so I pulled this up on IMDb. Their Lancelot link is called upon by the Agency to Prevent (laughs) Evil, Ape, in their ongoing fight against (laughs) all all acronym CHUMP. Yes. Yes. Check check out that video. Look at, he's got a bolo on (laughs) He's got to pull the hat on. <laughs> Look at him go. He can't get the chair. <laughs> They're on the beach. This is a fantastic show. I recommend everybody introduce their children to it. It's the Oh, Nick. <laughs> that was a boy chimp. <laughs> oh, no. Tell me she's in a bikini. Tell me. Tell she me. Is. <laughs> a mustache and a, a mustache on a monkey. <laughs> you understand? You understand, Nick, that when Planet of the Apes becomes a reality, first come for for last this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's exactly what'll happen. It's <laughs> we enslave their people, and we. <laughs> oh, 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 I love that show so much. Oh, so great. Oh, it's, it's everything it's from you want a, out of show. It's from it's a simpler time. Yeah. It's it's the rosebud of TV series. To, when I was a kid, we would watch it on Nick at Night. Yeah. And it was on After the Monkeys. Uh-huh. Yeah. So hey, you'd, hey, have, the you'd have the monkeys and then Lancelot Link Secret. And, you, and then you'd have the actual monkeys. <laughs> it's exactly right. It was It was brilliant. Honestly, uh, the the Lancelot Link secret chimp people could play the instruments better than the actual monkeys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Michael funny. Nesmith invented uh, whiteout, or his mom oh. did. Maybe it was his mom. Mrs. Nesbitt. Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> the new trailer for that came out. Did you see the Toy Story Four oh, trailer? I did. I did. It's been yes. an interesting time for, for trailers. Mm-hmm. I know it's shocking to everybody. It's a movie about a lost toy. Wow. That's, a, I, that's, that's just a groundbreaking concept for Disney. I just can't imagine how much creative energy had to be poured into that. I believe they're, they're delving that far away from the, the original. I was, I was listening to this Disney podcast earlier and they were talking about it. <laughs> one of the guys asked if in this one did Andy get a reverse mortgage <laughs> he could <laughs> and, and and I might know a guy who sells them it's you can, like, you, like a deep pull. kudos to at Kevin L. Close on Twitter for that one 
<laughs> yeah. Did Andy get a reverse mortgage? I was like, oh, that's good. That is good. That's, that's see, very, very good. The very the very carefully done set design in the house where you see the, the chairlift that's on uh, the, the upstairs, oh, or the, God, the stairs going so up funny. to the top level. <laughs> that would be funny. The hover around parked in Andy's garage. Yep. <laughs> Car with the tennis ball. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotta pull up right until it hits the tennis ball. Hey, don't don't knock that. That's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good tool because I've is. nudged enough things. I've nudged enough things in my garage that I've actually thought about putting one of those in. It's a I just have so much shit in there that I can't park. I solved the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mine doesn't fit in the garage just due yeah. to its length. Oh, bragging a little. I yep. get it. A little yep. bit. And the car's big, too. <laughs> Zing! hey uh, I uh, saw, um, I was telling Nick, well, I didn't tell Nick, but I sort of told Nick, I saw Solo, finally. Hey, you did sort of tell me that. And and you said your review of it was... I got one up on me. I still haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen me it? I, I have to tell you guys, um, I liked it. Boo. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. It was it was actually a pretty good movie. See, um, this is why I don't believe people's hype. Like when they're like, "This movie sucks," and blah blah blah. That's it, gonna be awful. Well, and you know it's funny because you know leading up to it coming out, it was all hate. It's uh-huh. awful. It's awful. The guy playing solo can't act. It's awful. Blah blah blah. And then like the movie came out, people were like, "You know, it actually wasn't bad." I would dare I say it was actually dare, pretty good. Dare. There you Nice, thank you. Yeah, see, I, and I don't. I, I kind of feel like you have a lot of the the ultra Star Wars universe fan people that are like anything outside of the Skywalker oh. realm. They don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, because I think that, they're just still. Rogue One got a lot of bad raps too, and I think Rogue One's one of the best Star Wars movies that there is. Oh yeah, like, that was it's just, yeah. It's it's totally it's not beholden to the the Skywalker storyline at all. It's a war movie. It's gritty. It's dark. It goes in a lot of different creative directions, and most of the films do. And I think that movie got a tremendously bad rap. It's one of my favorite ones to watch. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It also gave us quite possibly one of the greatest scenes in in all any of the movies. That scene of Vader at the end. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, Vader mm-hmm. at the end essentially for the first time really showing us what Darth Vader at the height of his powers can do throwing guys up and cutting th- oh man that was that oh, was yeah. an amazing scene mm-hmm. that was good that was a great movie uh, I really liked Rogue One <clears throat> I, I saw it twice and Nick you and I went and saw it and then I went and I took George to go see it I've watched yeah. it a couple times since I, I wasn't sure what I was going to think of you know, of a of a Star Wars story. You know, not a not an yeah, episode, not a... whatever. And I thought Rogue One was a great movie. I um, I recently watched uh, Mary Poppins Returns. I haven't seen that one yet. Very good. Came out on DVD yesterday. I'm surprised I you know. haven't bought it. Well, I, I bought it. Mary I just Poppins. haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Oh, I'm surprised that you haven't. The biggest fan your Mary your Mary Poppins as your wife is. Yeah, she wasn't real keen on it, but. She's a little worried. I also bought yesterday into the Spider Verse. Uh, I bought that as well, but I haven't been able to watch that one either. I watched. I watched a little bit of that. Really good. 
But Mary Poppins Returns Academy Academy Award winner yes. into the Spider Verse. Yes. It's um it's kind of hard to watch. Is it? Have you have you seen it, Jeremy? No, I haven't. I've seen um I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing end to end. It, to, the the only complaint that I have is the way that they shot it was like it's weird. Like there's this weird like um kind of like when you're watching a 3D movie but you don't have the glasses on sometimes that like doubling effect mm-hmm. um and the frame rate is kind of goofy in it sometimes but it's just the way it's shot like it doesn't take anything are, away from are you sure movie. you didn't accidentally buy it in 3d and forget to put the glasses <laughs> you know on. i thought that i checked the box i didn't but <laughs> uh, i thought that though check the disc make sure they didn't put the wrong disc in the thing <laughs> well i was watching the digital uh, the digital copy and so they might have given me like a a digital um you know the wrong digital code or something well and from what i gather some of the some of the cool stuff that they did with it in terms of shooting it Mm-hmm. Is part of the charm, you know. Yeah, Where yeah. It looks no, like no, a comic it's, no, book, and I remember seeing the preview, thinking, "Holy crap, they made a comic book into a movie." Yeah, and and the storyline that they use um, for the Spider Verse, um, I didn't, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect them to use the storyline, and I don't want to tell you what it is because it takes kind of away from the movie. Um, but as a as a fan of the Spider, the Ultimate Spider Man comics, um, it's very, very good. Very Jeremy's good. It, had enough of our bullshit. That's right. It's uh, but no, it's no, a, it's a really. I just good. had to, I had to grab something before I forgot about it. <laughs> it's really it's really good. Um, uh, and and I recommend watching it. No, I I totally will. I I got it yesterday. I had a fantasy baseball draft, and then uh, I just haven't had a chance to yet. But we'll totally nice. be watching it. Mm. Nice. No, I I did have to grab something off my shelf because I I want to make sure that I get a chance to talk about this. But due oh, to yes. the last recommendation. <laughs> Yeah, oh, dead presidents. What did you dead think? Cool, dead presidents. I, I, it, it was done in about thirty-five minutes from the time <laughs> I sat down to start reading it. It's awesome. It's, I'm glad you it's liked great. it. Great. Yeah, it was really good. And I'm actually, um, I have the what was the other one? The Superman one where he lands oh, in the Red Soviet Sun. Union. Yeah, Red. I Sun. have that one uh, queued up in my Amazon cart. I'm just waiting to have next time I put in an Amazon order. I'm going to throw it in there. But this was really good, and I, I thought the the artwork was a little bit grittier than I was expecting mm-hmm. it to be. Is mm-hmm. yeah, um, just a, kind of a very different vibe, and it looks like I'm I'm kind of interested to see because they they have the advertisements in for the rest of the the Omnibus series. I think that Brian Posehn did, so I'm yeah. kind of like, all right, I want to. I, I I definitely think these are worth checking out. When 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 they got Posehn to write um, Deadpool, I was like. Oh, this is gonna be good because Deadpool as a comedic character already it was fantastic, but to attach like an actual comedian to writing it, oh, it was it was great. Yeah, well, and I've... it's crazy too the amount of references they had because there's a um, there's yeah. a Big Lebowski reference in here yeah. at one point, uh-huh. and it's just all these little Easter eggs that it's it, you kind of you get far enough into it, you're challenging yourself to try and see if you can catch stuff that's in there. Like, hmm, this this sounds familiar. What did this come from, or what's this being drawn off of? Yeah, the uh, I read I read that one obviously, and then read essentially the the second half of because you know they they did a larger graphic novel, so they took they took mm-hmm. Hussein's entire run and split it into four volumes. Yep. So I've read the entirety of volume one. Very good. They've got a couple really cool. Well, Nick, you know they've got some like, hey, we discovered this old Deadpool comic, and it's essentially like you know Deadpool in the seventies and yep, it's some ridiculous stuff that happens, and uh, oh yeah, it was it was a. 
the first one was good. I've got the other three of them sitting upstairs right now. Um, just queued up. I'm trying to spread them out a little bit. I, I'm telling you, you can't go wrong if you're ever looking at comics and you're like, I don't know what to buy. Buy buy a Deadpool. It, you can't go wrong with it. It's hilarious. Um, uh, I mean, all all around, it's just it's just great. Like if you're looking like, as far as like funny reading, and people will probably hate this, but Spider Man and Deadpool, Spider Man and Deadpool. People hate Spider Man because he's so wordy um, in the comics, and and he's so like he's always saying something. But I appreciate it. Like I appreciate like every panel has like something in it, and it's always normally funny, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, whatever you do, are, don't Google good. Spider-Man and Deadpool fan art. Yes. Well, no, you should. Because Spider-Man and Deadpool crossovers are some of the best comics. Yeah, well, if you look up fan art, you get something totally different. Well, sure. Yeah. It's a crossover of a different sort. Well, sure. It's meant to be out there. They know what they, <laughs> they, know what they meant to do. Um, <laughs> no, but that, yeah, I, I, love, I love Brian Poseidon's run on Deadpool. So great, so great. Yeah, yeah. Great. That came in. That came in when I ordered it, and I, um, I kind of left it sitting out, and like, I would just find my kids coming over, and they wouldn't open it because they knew they weren't supposed to open it and read it or look through it. But they would just be walking over, and they would. It would be like, well, they'd see the dinosaur, and they'd see the guy. Well, they were just like staring at the book, and like I don't know what they think is going to happen. But both of them, both the two older ones, would just sit there. And I'd see them from uh, like different part of the room, and they're just quietly staring at the cover of the comic. They they won't touch it, they won't open it. They're just looking at it, like just just chill out, guys. Like give it a little while. I'll let you read it. You got a few more years yet. The cover of the big one has essentially it's Teddy Roosevelt with a bunch of animals pointing guns at Deadpool. And I left yep. it on the kitchen counter one day, and George was like, "Dad." Why is the elephant holding a gun and pointing it at Deadpool? It's like, well, George, it's obviously because Deadpool kills the elephant in the comic book. Can, he's like, um, but why is he holding a gun? <laughs> can, I, can I make another recommendation to you guys? Other Please. Than yes. Deadpool. Please do. Um, and I had to look up what the what what it was called. World War. Uh, but it's called Deadpool Kills the Classics. <clears throat> and it's uh, Deadpool injecting himself into classic books like Moby Dick and uh, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. And uh, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> you see uh, that face? Yeah. Who wrote it, that? Was it, that one also Posein one? Uh, let me see. Let me see who uh, butchering stories from literature's finest authors. Uh, let me see who wrote it. It's Deadpool Classics Illustrated. Uh, Deadpool. <laughs> Jeremy and I are both loading two copies into our Amazon carts right now. Pretty much. I'm like, yes. okay, let's see. Uh, we've got a Deadpool run that's about history, and we've got a Deadpool run that's about classic literature. So we're going to have the guy who has degrees in history and English literature buy those pretty much immediately. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's it called, Nick? It's called uh, Deadpool Classic. No, not Deadpool Classic. Uh, Deadpool Illustrated. Uh, there it let me is. see if I can. Yeah. It's got the, the one. There's one that has just like a picture of him on Moby Dick with like a bomb. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out 
The back cover is uh, the back cover is him pointing what looks like a bazooka, <laughs> a bazooka. in his face. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Add to cart. Goody. Don't have a. Yep. Getting added to the cart. That'll be good. I haven't uh, I haven't bought anything from Amazon in like a day, so that'll be good. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Posein. It's. Uh, no. It's Cullen Bun. Um, but it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Consider it purchased. Awesome. Good to know. <laughs> so. It's in the cart okay. so that the next time I order something, I can be, oh, sorry, honey, I didn't realize I accidentally ordered that. I forgot. Oh, you know what else I saw? And I know we probably should at least kind of cut this and we can keep talking, but at least make everybody at home wait another week. I also watched... The Crimes of Grindelwald. Ah, nice. I haven't seen either of those two yet. I hadn't either. And so I watched the first one last week and then watched this one like two days later. They were both really good. That's... I, 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 I'm I interested in those. Uh, yeah, they were the um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them probably was a um, a happier movie. Mm. Um, this one is kind of a, um, essentially they had a, they had a trilogy or JK Rowling had a trilogy in mind. And after Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him, she decided, you know, maybe it's a five movie series instead. And so this one became, wasn't a lot. This one essentially set the next three in motion. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, J.K. Rowling, yeah. Queen of the Rings. Yeah, maybe, maybe this is a five movie. As she hears the cha-ching, cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching ringing in the background. I'm well, not she's doing trying much to else hard right to now. Because, I mean, she wrote mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and she wrote this one as well. She actually got writer credit. But they were great. And the guy that plays Newt, Scamander, right there. Super awesome. Johnny Who's, Manziel? Who is it? Is it Eddie Redmayne? It's uh, Eddie Redmayne, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. And then Ezra Miller, who plays The Flash, is in here too. See, and I think it's interesting that they got Johnny Depp in there because I know when the original when the original eight movies came out, with the exception of Warwick Davis, I think, who plays one of the goblins at the beginning, that J.K. Rowling actually had this rule that everybody in those movies that was cast had to be British. Yeah. So yeah. it was kind of interesting to me when I saw that Johnny Depp was going to be in there. It was like, okay, maybe her her little rule for that whole series didn't apply. But yeah, I, well, I want to say that in the first eight movies, Warwick Davis is the only American in any of those movies. The Fantastic maybe Beasts... Maybe he's stuck in there. Fantastic Beasts, the first one, takes place almost exclusively in New York City. Um, hmm. and so well, that may be where she's getting some crossover now and she's okay with it. Plus, between, maybe she just thought Johnny Depp was British. Like Madonna thinks she's British. It's possible. Well, and, uh, and, uh, uh, Jillian Anderson thinks maybe she's she British. Maybe she was drawing off of, uh, Pacific Caribbean, like, you know. Could be. Hey, he sounds British. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. just that good. <laughs> Although it was... It was weird because uh, we were watching. There's a uh, uh, an extra that we were watching after we watched the movie. It was a little interview with Johnny Depp on getting into character, and I I looked at my wife and I was like, "Is it weird have, watching him actually talking like Johnny Depp voice?" 
because I kept waiting for him, like Jack Sparrow to start talking mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't. I was like, I don't know that I recognize Johnny Depp's actual voice. No. Because he's always, always talking in an accent. Yeah. So yeah, the crimes of Grindelwald was good. Uh, it did not get reviewed very well, but I think it's because it didn't. I mean, the story did not move forward that far. Mm-hmm. But it set things in motion that, in order for you to resolve them over the next three movies, needed to be set in motion. So yeah, it was a fun mm-hmm. little watch. Jude Law was mm-hmm. funny. Uh, it was actually because we watched this, Nick. Um, oh. <laughs> We watched this like three days after we saw Captain Marvel, which we're going to have to talk about on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, look at that. Two Jude Law movies in one week. <laughs> nice. Huh? So, huh? Yeah, um, I've got to get on that because I know you guys went and saw Captain Marvel. I'm actually hoping to get out there to see it next week because I want to make sure that we can still talk about that while it's fresh. Yes. Yeah. Um, we have, we are, uh, when Nick and I talked about it, well, last week we were like, hey, We'll have to do a spoiler-free review of it for you. Yes, yes, because we yeah we don't want to. Well, I don't want to ruin it. So here's what we yeah. can do. Let me let me turn this off so the people at home can get back to their lives, and mm-hmm. um, getting them a peek behind the curtain. We'll just start afresh. So yes, there we go, for you guys. So sounds good. good. Okay, bye everybody. Bye everybody. We used to say bye. Now nobody says bye anymore. Bye. Thanks, Nick. Whatever. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at PillowPodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lesson. You can find more information about them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk! Tell you guys a joke. You can tell us a joke. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, uh, what do you give to a cannibal who is late... For your dinner party. What do you give a cannibal who is late for your dinner party? I'm sorry, I feel like Johnny Carson. I don't know, Nick. What do you give a cannibal who is late to your dinner party? Let me let me guess. Is it a head start? No. no Ooh, good, good guess, though. Uh, you give him the cold shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> Would you like a follow-up joke? Uh, yes. Because I've been calling, uh, I've been uh, calling. I've been, uh, I've been doing these all week at work. <laughs> They've got to love you for that. They do, they do. Uh, Bono and the Edge walk into a bar. <clears throat> the bartender looks at him and says, "Oh no, not you too again." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that was a good. I like yeah, that. Oh man, good one. <clears throat> yep. <laughs>